Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hi, everybody. I'm Kelsey Nixon, and this is Kitchen Prescription, the podcast you listen to when you don't know what to make for dinner. Today is episode number 50, a drop-off dinner's guide. Hello. It's officially May, and I'm already feeling it. How about you guys? I What started is I, I began filling out our family calendar for May and had to remind myself to take some deep breaths, like teacher appreciation, end of year performances and recitals, all star baseball season kicks off. Um, state testing for my kids, making sure they've got good breakfasts and they're getting enough sleep the night before. It's just a lot. And I know I'm not the only one who feels this way. Um, it also happens to be the month that we celebrate Mother's Day. And I know that Mother's Day can be somewhat of a complicated holiday. There have definitely definitely been years in my life where I have experienced discomfort surrounding Mother's Day. But in the past couple of years, I tend to look forward to it. And um, it's celebrating my own mother, and I think the older I get, the more appreciation I have for her and what she did for us as kids. And I have had my own unique journey to motherhood. Many of you probably know about that. There's some of you who might not, but um, we had to build our family in a really unique way from having my own babies to having to work with um, my sister-in-law carried one of my daughters and a really good friend of my sister-in-law, sister-in-law who ended up becoming my very good friend, Megan, carried my other daughter. So not only do I celebrate the fact that I'm a mother and that I've, I've got a, a wonderful mother on Mother's Day, but I celebrate the fact that I get to experience motherhood because of two incredible women. I got to experience it again, right? Because of these just incredible women. So it's a special holiday for me. Um, But if if it's a tough one for you, I am sending you my love. As I was thinking about maybe some of the the best gifts I've received over the year, best gifts I've given when it comes to motherhood, I went straight to thinking about a meal. I just think a meal is such a beautiful gift for someone, whether they've just had a baby, whether they're in the depths of grief and getting through something, um, maybe they've just moved. On all of these circumstances, someone has brought me a meal and it is just the most thoughtful gift. So I know we're probably thinking about robes and pajamas and lotions and potions for your face and like routine, but honestly, I think a meal's a 
great idea to take to either your own mom or maybe even a mom you admire and you want to celebrate this month. So we're going to chat about drop-off dinners today, and I'm excited to share some of my favorite recipes and ideas for that. But before we do that, we're going to run through three simple recipes you could throw on your meal plan if you're stuck trying to decide what to make for dinner this week. Our first recipe, skillet meatballs and orzotto. Ooh, guys, this is really yummy. Just by the title, it may sound like a hearty fall meal, but this is such a springy meal. The meatballs are a ground chicken base, and there's basil and lemon in there. It's just a handful of ingredients, but oh my gosh, these meatballs are so delicious, and they do not take a long time to prepare. I did test this recipe where I used a store-bought meatball as well. Totally works, but it's so simple to make these meatballs that really it's not that much harder to make them on your own. It's got petite peas in it. It's it's just really, really delicious. And my kids love orzo. It's always a win in our house. So anytime I'm using a recipe that's got orzo in it, they are fans. I actually took this meal to someone recently who had a baby. And um, it's someone that I know from church. And she was so cute. She was asking me about kitchen stuff. And she was like, do I, this comes up so often, you guys. Do I really need a cast iron skillet? I don't think I'm going to know how to cook with it. And I was like, yes, you do. You'll love it. And so I made this recipe in a cast iron skillet, which cost me $24 on Amazon. And I took the meal in the cast iron skillet and I just told her to keep it. And so that's also maybe a fun thing you could do. Um, We're going to talk a little bit about uh, things I like to drop dinners off in. But um, this recipe in particular made me think of that. Our second recipe for the week is um, a five-ingredient recipe, orange sesame chicken bowls. Um, I actually have two versions of this recipe in Recipe Club. I have a five-ingredient version and then a version that has a few more ingredients. Um, But the Trader Joe's version, which is the one I'm going to do this week because we, you know, craziness, um, utilizes the most popular product sold at Trader Joe's, and it has been for years, their frozen orange chicken. And um, it's a great freezer meal. I add fresh broccoli and red bell pepper to it, and it comes together so fast. I've got some hints in the recipe about getting the chicken really crispy and saucy and all that, but we're going to make that. And then pineapple barbecue pork kebabs. So I did my Costco order this week, and I added a pineapple. Um, Actually, I think I got two because it's Costco and everything comes extra. But um, with warmer weather and it kind of feels like summer's around the corner um I thought a recipe of pineapple would be would be fun so we're doing that um and those are our recipes for the week really simple you can find all of the recipes in recipe club individually or if you are looking for a meal plan we also offer weekly meal plans in recipe club with an easy printable shopping list um there's one document where you can just print all of the recipes together keep them in a recipe binder that's the way i like to do it but we've we've got all that for you all right let's jump into the back half of the podcast and discuss drop off dinners is there anything better than someone making you dinner think about it I swear food tastes better when somebody else makes it. And I love to cook. I love to cook. But, you know, we got to cook every day. And sometimes it feels like a lot. So when somebody takes over the reins and makes you dinner with you in mind, I just think it's the best. I think it's the best. In fact, if you're a mom and you're listening and you, um, your, you know, partner or your kids have asked you what you want for Mother's Day, maybe you say, I just want you to make me dinner. 
want you to make me dinner. I want a nap. And I don't know. I was going to say I want to be by myself for a bit, but maybe that sounds terrible. Oh, I'm just in the thick of motherhood, you guys, where I, I feel like, ooh, there's always someone saying mom, um, which I love, but is also exhausting. So today we're going to chat about this idea of, of making someone dinner, whether you're going to make dinner for somebody, not necessarily for Mother's Day, but for any time of the year, or someone's going to make dinner for you. Um, we're going to chat about what a meal train is, my favorite recipes for drop-off dinners, and what I like to drop them off in. So first of all, what's a meal train? Have you ever heard that? Meal trains have been a part of my life forever. Um, within the culture that I grew up in, meal trains were very popular. Um, I remember receiving meals a lot growing up and also my mom making meals for other people. It's just something we kind of did. Um, but a meal train is an organized way for friends and family or like maybe a church congregation or something like that to deliver a meal to a family in need of help. So they're typically set up around major life events like welcoming a baby um, or someone who's going through a tough time. Um, but they essentially serve to bear the weight of deciding what's for dinner and cooking for a family during an already chaotic, busy, and somewhat unpredictable time. Um, but let's talk about how to set it up. So the easiest and most organized way to set up a meal train, I think, is through a meal train website. And there are some great ones out there. Um, there's one just called Meal Train. There's one called Give in Kind. There's one called Take Them a Meal. And they're all great, really user-friendly options. Um, if you're the one setting up the official meal train, I'd ask a few questions so you can customize it to the family's needs. Food allergies and dietary restrictions, if they've got anything like that, that they're dealing with, um, especially if maybe they've had surgery or something. You could ask about a preferred type of meal, like breakfast, lunch, or dinner. I think we always assume dinner, but maybe lunch would be really helpful to somebody. Um, you could ask them if their freezer's already stocked or if they might like freezer meals. And then I always like to include this um, favorite restaurants and orders so that if you don't have time to cook, you could pick up a meal or send a meal from DoorDash or something like that. That is also really great. Uh, maybe asking the best days or times for a meal drop-off and just make sure you're kind of working around the family schedule for drop-offs. I mean, people are going to appreciate a meal anytime, but if you're really trying to help a family in need and you've got the bandwidth, asking these questions just makes the experience that more thoughtful. All right, so now let's just talk about a few general tips for dropping off dinner. I like to always include reheating instructions. Um... If I can, I like to drop off the meal if I know it's like a time they're going to eat it, just warm and ready to go so that they don't even have to think about it. They literally can put it on the table and say, here you go. Here's dinner. Um, so sometimes like if I have like foil on top, I will just write with a Sharpie on top, say reheat. Like I take my bake CD a lot and I'll say reheat at 400 degrees for 15 minutes um, and that's it. Or sometimes I'll include... If you're not eating right away, this is how you freeze it. That's another thing you can do. So keep that in mind. Um, and actually, all of our recipes that we added to Recipe Club this month are designed for drop-off dinners. And so we've included all of those instructions for you. I would, I mean, depending who you're dropping off to, I like the idea of trying to keep it family-friendly or just keep the family in mind. So, for example, I... It's not the time to try a super spicy Thai dish, right? I would stick to more simple flavor profiles. Um, 
like the recipes we're going to talk about. I just think that's a little, it's a little safer. Whether they have kids or not, you just don't want to do anything too adventurous unless you know they love Thai food or something like that. Um, think about the when this major life event has happened. Because lots of times, whether someone's had a baby or maybe they've been in a car accident or something like that, it seems that the most help arrives right after the big event. And um, as I've gone through my own things, sometimes that support coming a few weeks later is when it really makes a big impact. When the family has left and they're trying to, um, you know, figure out their new normal so think about the timing, and I think that's a great question to ask them, too. We'd love to bring some meals. When would be the best time to do that? Be okay with a drop and go, and uh, this might depend on the personality of the person you are making a meal for, but sometimes people just aren't up for company. I've been there myself. It's not personal. It's just a product of the situation at hand, um, but in this case, just send them a text, simply call or text the family um, when you plan to drop off the dinner and maybe leave a nice note, something like that. And, and a drop and go is great. It's more than great. I like to include something sweet and it doesn't need to be an over the top dessert. It doesn't even need to be a homemade dessert. Uh, for a really long time, my go-to was taking my baked ziti, a Caesar salad bagged like salad kit, a loaf of good French bread, and a pint of ice cream. And I mean, who's going to complain about ice cream, right? If you are going to make um, something sweet, actually, we'll save that. I'm going to talk about this, a recipe I really like um, for that. In fact, you know what? Let's just talk about it right now. We're going to get into some savory recipes, but I will never forget right after I'd had my first baby and someone brought me a meal and they also brought me a plate of cookies, plus a freezer bag full of cookie dough balls. And she was like, anytime a craving strikes or you're having a bad day, you just pop one of these in the oven. You've got yourself a personalized cookie. And I, I will never forget it. I remember seeing those cookie dough balls in the freezer being like, I feel so taken care of and loved. So there's a sweet idea for you. If you're going to make cookies anyway, make a double batch and take them frozen cookie dough balls to keep in their freezer. We've already discussed the baked ziti. It's my most popular recipe and for good reason. I've yet to meet anyone who just doesn't like it. It's really, really good. Pretty easy to pull together. It freezes really well. And like I said, in Recipe Club, we've got all of those directions for you on how to freeze it, how to reheat it, um, how to best deliver it. An Asian cashew crunch salad. Okay, this is the other thing. Look, baked ziti does fall in line with that whole expectation of lasagna, right? Most people think of lasagna when they think of a drop-off dinner, and I get it. Baked ziti is really close to that. I think it's easier than lasagna, but whatever. But sometimes, depending on the season and depending on the person and where they're at, something fresh and light is just better. Um, so I love this Asian cashew crunch salad. It's the salad I've been making most lately. It's hearty. It's got so much good stuff in there. It's got carrots and edamame and cilantro. Um, I add some avocados and chopped cashews and chow mein noodles. It's just really hearty. I usually add chicken or um, shrimp as well. And then the salad dressing, I think is what I like so much. The dressing's so delicious. And anytime I'm taking it, I keep the salad dressing separate so that they can dress it right before they serve it. 
and it's just very yummy. It's also like a big, in fact, we had it for dinner um, a few days ago and Nora called it, is this rainbow salad? I was like, yeah, it's rainbow salad because there's so many colors in it. So many colors. Um, speaking of another salad. Okay, this is something I have done a couple of times where I will take, I have a bow tie Caesar salad. It's a five ingredient recipe and recipe club and it's so yummy. It's, you take a Caesar salad kit, you take some um, bow tie cooked pasta, you take some grape tomatoes and um, you do fresh parm. And then if you want to a little diced pancetta on top that you've crisped up, but that paired with pizza, pick up a pizza, whether it's at your fancy local pizzeria or Little Caesars. But if you take a pizza, drop off a pizza, plus this salad, which is only five ingredients, so it's not going to take you a long time to pull it together, people are going to love that. It's so nice to have. In fact, I've been doing this for our own family pizza nights because I love pizza, but I also sometimes want to end the day with something fresh. And so I like to keep a Caesar salad kit on hand for every Friday night when we do pizza. And I usually end up making myself a nice hearty Caesar salad to go on the side of that. So if you're taking someone a meal, think about this idea as well. Maybe you don't feel like you have very much time, but you still want to take them something homemade. Grab a pizza and make this bow tie Caesar salad. Meatballs and orzoto. We already talked about this, but I just made it and it was very well received. Um, so think about that. And a meatball is also great too, because you could do the same thing you do with cookies. Really. You can make the meatballs, cook them off, drop off the dinner and drop off a freezer bag full of meatballs to keep in their freezer um, with reheating instructions, because that takes some homemade meatballs with a jar of marinara sauce. Rouse is my favorite with some pasta. That's a hearty dinner. Or those meatballs could turn into a meatball sub where they have, you know, sub rolls, some melted cheese on top, they pop them in the broiler, and they've got a really hearty sandwich. So a meatball is also just a great option for dropping off to someone. We've talked about cookies. Um, this is another thing I did uh, last last month. Um, I had a friend whose, whose mom passed, and I wanted to take her a meal. And it was, we were in a cold spell, and so I took her this five-ingredient uh, tortilla soup that we just added to recipe club this month and it is so delicious it's salsa verde white cannellini beans some chicken broth um some cumin and uh shredded chicken and then i took a few like taco toppings like i threw in some sour cream and um cotija cheese i even had pickled onions so i gave her some of those and then when i was at the store i double bought all of those ingredients and so i said look here's a recipe you can eat today you can eat it today, but I also got you the ingredients to keep in your pantry so that when you're feeling a bit better and you need a meal, you can just make this for yourself. It's so simple. And I included the recipe. So that's an idea too. Um, oh man, that recipe is good. It's so yummy. We just had it, I think two nights ago. Oh, so yummy. Okay. Let's talk about what to bring it in. Takeout containers. I purchased like a big stack of restaurant style to go containers. I did it I think it was around Thanksgiving because I wanted to send leftovers home with people in and they've actually been really great to send meals in. Um, they are disposable, which is so nice so that whoever I'm taking a meal to doesn't have to worry about getting anything back to me. Um, they stack and nest really well so they don't take up a ton of space. Uh, the, the, 
pack I buy is just like 24 bucks on Amazon, but you like 50. And I bought them once and I've never bought them again because not using that many. Um, the other thing that's great about these is you can probably fit two servings in one. But what I have done in the past is like I've made um, ones for the parents and then one for the kids because I knew that the kids probably aren't going to want the Asian crunch salad all mixed together. And so I've done, I've done it a little different where I've done like the edamame and the chicken and so forth. So think about, think about that. Um, disposable foil trays, they're always great, um, to have on hand. And once again, I like having just a few, like buy a 10 pack and just have them there. And then I gave you my cast iron skillet tip a little earlier where you could just buy a $24 cast iron skillet and make a meal send it to them and say, keep it. I've got a couple of other recipes. Um, I have a salsa chicken skillet that in fact, we have a whole category of skillet recipes and recipe club that you could do this with. How many skillet recipes do we have? We have uh, it over 20 <laughs> skillet recipes. <laughs> you would have plenty of skillet options in there. All right, you guys. So there you have it. My best tips for dropping off dinner. Um, what to take it in and a couple of different ideas, whether you're making the meal from scratch or you're adding to something like a pizza. Um, I think, like I said, no one is going to complain about any meal dropped off just to remove the mental load of having to decide what to make for dinner is a gift in itself. All right, you guys, thank you for being here this week. I'm Kelsey Nixon and we'll see you next week. Happy cooking. Happy cooking.